Hi, bestie, and welcome to my life. I'm just kidding. I've been watching TikTok way too much. But hello, 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 hello. We're back for another week. Um, This episode is going to be like, I know what I want to talk about, but I know it's going to it's probably going to be a long one just because there's like a lot on my mind. So it's going to be like kind of a ramble, kind of me talking about my relationship with my mom, kind of me giving you guys like a life update. So get some popcorn, strap your buckle. Wow, strap your seatbelt. Oh my God. Buckle yourself in is what I was trying to say. Anyway, buckle yourself in and get ready because it may or may not be long, but okay. So last episode I was talking about like healing your inner child and stuff and I also mentioned how I don't really remember a lot from my childhood but the thing is like I was thinking about it like after that episode and everything I was like thinking about it hard and it's like it's not that I don't remember stuff but I don't know if I should trust my memory that's how like yeah that's a better way to like explain it and a better way to put it because I have a really, really good memory and I remember a lot of stuff, but for some reason, like aside from the period of time that I like lived with my aunt, everything else that I remember is positive. And I don't know if it's like, if it was truly positive or if my brain blocked out all the negative stuff that happened or if I just wasn't like, I don't know, like, I don't know if, if I wasn't aware like, if I wasn't aware that the stuff I was going through was, like, not the healthiest or if I now, like, in my life now, blocked out all the bad memories and I can only remember the good ones. And also, I don't know if the good memories are real <laughs> or if, like, that's just how my brain switched it. Because remember I gave you guys, like, an example of the whole grandma like how I had a specific memory and I remember it one way but my cousin that like was literally like living through the same thing with me at the time remembers it a completely different way so I'm like do I even trust my memories like did I make this up and like spin it in a positive way or is this really how it happened that's why like doing a lot of like inner child healing is hard for me like as far as like answering prompts or like journaling about it because I don't know if I should trust what I remember you know what I mean um so I just like choose instead this is what works best for me personally you can do what works best for you but what works best for me is let me charge my phone what works best for me is like whenever I feel triggered or whenever my inner child feels triggered, I just address it on the spot and, like, reassure her and, like, give her, like, mad love and shit. Because, I don't know, I just don't really, I do love to journal and it does help a lot, but I'm not consistent with it. So if I was to, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do a 30-day inner child healing journal prompt challenge or whatever, it's not gonna work for me. And I don't really, like, I don't really like that. I don't really like having a prompt to write about. I just like having feelings and writing about them or, like, literally, like, brain dumping on a piece of paper. 
that's the type of journaling I like. I don't like it to be like structured, like answer these three questions today. I don't really like that. Um, but yeah. Um, also, I did want to talk about my relationship with my mom. But I don't know if I want to make this a whole like new episode or, you know, but um, so basically like I love my mom to death. She's my best friend, love her, like that's my girl. But I feel like we kind of have like a complicated relationship because I remember one time, specifically like one time in my life, like transitioning from like end of middle school to like beginning of high school where I was just so mad at her. Like, I was just so mad at her. Like, I didn't hate her. I ne- I've never hated my mom, but I was just so mad at her. And, like, I would take my anger out on her a lot. So, like, when I came, like, to America, I think I blamed her for a lot of stuff that happened in my life. Like, I blamed her for leaving me and leaving me in a toxic living environment because of my uncle um, that I was living with at the time. You know, my aunt and uncle situation. I blamed her for that heavily because I was like, bro, we literally had a good life. You had your own business. We had a nice house. We, I literally never lacked anything. Like I had everything I could have wanted and more. Like, why the fuck did you leave? And why the fuck did you leave me just to bring me to a country where I, one, don't know anyone, two, the kids at school basically like treat me like I'm invisible this was middle school by the way kids at school treat me kind of like I'm invisible I don't fucking speak English I'm basically lost all the time and at the time we lived in like another toxic living environment um so I was just like why would you like make me leave my good life all of my friends literally all of my family basically to come here where I have nothing. Like, I had nothing but her, and she wasn't there because, like, obviously, like, she's a single mom, so she has to, like, work to, you know, not only pay the bills, but, like, provide me and her with stuff that we needed. So she worked two jobs. So by the time I left for school, she would, like, already be gone. And by the time she came back, I was sleeping. So I wouldn't really see her. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm mad fucking lonely. And it's like, I left my whole life to come here to this country to be with you. And I'm not even with you. I'm basically alone. So I blamed her for that a lot. And I was angry at her for that for a long time. I don't think I ever told her that. Maybe we need to have a sit down. But, um... Yeah, like, I blamed her for that a lot. And I was, like, just angry at her. Like, that, like... I just felt like she was kind of never there for me. And also another thing that like really fucking pissed me off. Wait, did I say I hated her? Whoa. What the fuck? That's weird. I'm just confused because I just said I don't hate my mom. And I just right now I just said I hated her for that. Maybe I did hate her at one point. I don't know. I need to process this in my head. But anyway, something that I was really, like, really, really, really mad at her for, and I really, like, do I hate my mom? Or not now, but, like, did I at one point? 
don't know. Those words never came out of my mouth before, so I'm just confused. Anyway, um, when I lived with my aunt and uncle, it was a very bad toxic living environment because of him. She knew that. My aunt knew that. Both of them didn't do anything about it. Like, my mom specifically. Like, because my aunt would, like, kind of stick up for me and my cousin sometimes. Like kind of and like she knew it was bad but like she low-key disliked him too um but my mom would get on the like every time she would call she would call like I think I can't remember if it was every day but like definitely at least once a week I remember that she called all the time but every time me and her would talk I would like obviously tell her everything that was going on like what he was doing to us and stuff she gets on the phone with this nigga and she goes hi my love how are you and i'm like bro you're mad fucking fake like what are you doing i just told you everything he did and you go and like treat him like he's the sun the moon and all the stars like what's wrong with you i felt like very 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 betrayed because of that and i felt like she didn't care about me and what i had going on just because of like how she reacted to him or how, not how she reacted to him, but, like, how she would, like, talk to him and stuff. I just felt like, well, fuck you then. Like, t- like she was saying, like, well, fuck you, Julia. Like, who the fuck cares about what you have going on? Then she would always tell me, like, oh, like, he's feeding you. He's providing you with the house and shit. He's, you know, not letting you starve. And I was like, first of all, my aunt does all of that. And second of all, just because he's doing all of that for me doesn't mean you have to, like, go above and beyond to make him feel comfortable and completely disregard my feelings, you know? Um, so yeah, during that time I was like just very upset and like she would send stuff from America to Cape Verde, but everything this nigga asked for, she would send it to him. And I would just be like, bro, like, do you not like remember everything that I told you that he's been doing to me? You know what I mean? Like, I even wanted to, like, run away. Like, I plotted my escape from that house so many times. But I was like, sis, like, you can't survive. You cannot survive. So you got to stay here. But, um, yeah, like, that was a period of time where I was very hurt. And then, like, me and her didn't have, like, the best relationship at first when I came here to America because of like everything going on and like all the hurt that I was feeling towards her um and like the pain I guess um so we didn't really have the best relationship and then we moved to a different house which was like our space so I had like a lot more peace because the other house we were at like I fucking hated it I fucking hated it like I hated literally everything about it like This is a little tangent, but they were, like, our quote-unquote family. I don't claim them, okay? But they were our family, and I'm saying this with quotes. Every time I say family, it's quotes. Picture that in your head because I do not claim them. Don't fuck with them. Not all of them, but anyway. It's a fam, like, three-family home. Um, Two of my mom's cousins live downstairs. One lives upstairs. We stayed with the one that lives upstairs, the worst of them all. Um, the two ones that live downstairs, I don't really care about them. I don't really interact with them like that. Like, you know, whatever. So we lived upstairs. This girl, 
this freaking lady, whatever the fuck, she did not have hot water in fucking America when it's like 10 degrees outside in the winter. She did not have hot water. You know why? Because she was too fucking cheap. She would not turn the heat on in her house because she was too cheap. And like, if I wanted to shower, I had to like heat up. I was basically like living in Cape Verde, but it was just cold and way worse. Like I had to like heat up my hot water or go all the way downstairs to the first floor, shower, and then take my ass upstairs to the third floor. I would literally just stay in the room that me and my mom shared all day because the energy was just bad. She was just mad annoying. Like, yeah, I'm grateful that like we had a place to stay, but like, fuck. Um... But yeah, and then she had a son that, like, would not fucking listen, bro. Ugh, that kid got on my nerves because, like, he could do anything and everything. And she wouldn't, like, correct it. And I would be like, not with me, buddy. Like, this shit's not gonna fly with me. But anyway, her son was annoying. She was annoying. Like, I remember one time we were all watching TV and I had my jacket on because, mind you, I just came from... Cape Verde, where it's the coldest it gets is like maybe like 70, you know, 70, if that coldest it gets. So I came from like a hot ass weather to live in America. I came during the winter, by the way, came in December. So she would not turn the heat on. So I would like, you know, put my jacket on, put some thick socks on, put a blanket on to watch TV, and she'd be like, why are you being dramatic? Why do you have a whole winter coat on? And I'd be like, well, if you would stop being cheap and turn your heat on, maybe I would take my jacket off, but since you won't, my jacket's staying on. And she'd shut the fuck up real quick because, like, I had such a, like, quick mouth. Is that a thing? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I was just so outspoken, and I would just say shit didn't care how it made you feel. I would just say exactly what I meant, exactly what I was feeling. That's what I did to her. And thank God, because that saved me while I was living there, literally. Because I wouldn't, like, keep shit in. I would literally let it out. Like, if you did something I did not like, I would tell you. So that, like, you know, God made me like that for a reason, bro. Anyway, um, I also remember one time my mom and I went to go buy groceries. We didn't have a car. We went to go buy groceries at the store. The last bus left there, like, I don't know, like 6 p.m. And last bus left there at 6 p.m. And we literally missed it by, like, two seconds. Like, we literally left the grocery store with mad groceries and the bus was pulling off. So then we were, like, it wasn't, like, a far walk home. It was maybe, like, a 20, 30-minute walk. Okay, maybe that is kind of far. But, um, like, back to their house where we lived, the quote-unquote family. Anyway, um, it wasn't, like, that far of a walk home, but um, it was really cold. It was during the winter, so we have, like, mad bags, like, because we, my mom grocery shopped for the whole house, which uh, I, I wouldn't do that, but anyway, she's she's better than me. <laughs> Anyway, she grocery shopped for the whole house. She called every, all three of them. They all have cars. Nobody picked up. They were all home. Nobody picked up. And then I think, I think the guy cousin picked up. He's the one that I, 
I wouldn't say like the most, but like, you know, tolerate the most. He didn't, he never like did it. Like he would just be in his room. So we like, I don't really have anything against, like, I don't really care. Like it's, we don't really have a relationship. And I like, he never like bothered me, I guess. Um, But yeah, so we called them. I think he picked up. He was like, oh no, I'm not home. Nobody else is home, blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay, cool. We start, I was like, well, we have to carry these groceries home. And mom's like, okay, cool, fine. We all knew they were home because it was after the time that they would get home from work. Nobody would pick up. We called them so many times, texted them being like, we bought groceries for the whole house. Can you please come pick us up? We had so many groceries. Mind you, it's like two and a half families, like groceries for like two and a half families, you know? So, um... We go, we buy, we're, like, walking home. It's so cold, and, like, the grocery bags are so heavy that, like, my fingers swelled up and got purple. Like, I was going through it, and my mom was, like, so mad. She was, like, starting to cry. I was, like, no, you're not going to cry. We're going to carry these groceries home. We're going to give it to them just so they could fucking see. Like, I was so fucking pissed. Like, we, like I was so pissed. We got home. Guess what? They're all there on their phones so they chose not to answer because they're fucking evil anyway we get home and then my mom like gives them the groceries and everything she puts them away and like she's pissed at this point like they don't even say thank you or anything and I'm like why do you do stuff like that like if you know they don't appreciate it if you know they don't fucking deserve it why do you still do it like why do you go above and beyond for people that like you shouldn't be doing that for like value yourself a little bit more and like I don't know like seeing all that and like going through all of those stages with her I had to speak up for her a lot like even um she was dating this guy at the time who is basically my dad kind of like I've known him since I was 11 I'm 21 now he's been in my life all that time like me and him we're bros like we have an amazing relationship I consider him more of my dad than my actual dad. Like, if I have a problem or anything, I would call him. I wouldn't call my dad. You know what I mean? Because he's been there more than my dad has. And, like, I'm just now developing a relationship with my dad. So she was dating him at the time. And, like, every time something happened between them, I would have to be the one to, like, speak to him and be like, hey, bro, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like, I would have to speak up for her so much that it was, like, I felt very, like, responsible for her and for, like, sticking up for her for so long that, like, I don't know. I feel like it kind of, like, not ruined, but, like, affected this, that's a better word. Like, it affected our relationship. Not always negative, but not always positive either. It just affected our relationship in some way because I felt like I was taking on a role that wasn't mine and was never supposed to be mine. Like, um, the lady that we lived with on the third floor, the toxic one, she went to my mom's house after we moved. She lives right across the street. And she would be like, oh my gosh, my cat's sleeping. She's so cute. Anyway, she would be like, like me and my mom would get furniture. She would go over and be like, why do you need a dining table? And I'm like, what, you expect to see it on the floor? And then she shut up. But it's like, my mom would never like protect her space or herself or me 
when people would say stuff like that. So I had to do it for her and for me. Like I had to do it for us. You know what I mean? Like I had to like stick up for us and her a lot. Like I had to stick up for her. I had to like speak up for her. I had to defend her and I had to like cut people out for her. You know what I mean? So it was like, I don't know, kind of exhausting in a way because I wish she would do that for me. Not even that, like, I just wish she would do that for herself. Not even for me, but, like, I wish she would do that for herself. So, like, the burden, I guess, could be lifted off of me and my shoulders for a change, you know? And, like, now I, like, like, I'm basically responsible for, like, everything. Like, she gets a mail, she brings it to me to read. Like, her English is not the best. She can manage, though. But she just chooses to dump all of her shit on me. And, like, if she has a letter, she'll come to me to do it. If she has to do anything, make any calls, make any appointments, anything, she comes to me to do it. And, like, a couple days ago, I sat her down and I was like, hey, sis, like, I know you could do all this shit by yourself. Why aren't you doing it? She's like, well, you know, I really don't know. Because, like, before you came, like, I did everything. Like, I did all the paperwork to get you here like I got my jobs by myself like I did everything by myself she's like I don't know why I don't do that anymore now that you're here she's like maybe it's because like it's just more convenient I was like yeah I understand it's more convenient but like do you understand that like I have my own shit going on too so it's kind of like annoying and a little overwhelming when you dump your shit your responsibilities onto me you know she was like, yeah, no, I understand. And I was like, I don't mind, like, helping you, but make sure you try it out first. Like, make sure you try to do it first. Try literally everything in the book. If you can't figure it out, I'll be more than happy to help you. But try at least try it first. Don't just hand it off to me. And, like, an example of this is she writes a check to pay rent every month. But... Oh, I hope it's not loud. The person that lives upstairs just came home and he has a really annoying dog. Anyway, if you hear any barking, that's Iceberg for you. The most annoying dog in the world. We're dog sitting. But anyway, um, she writes a check to pay rent every month. This one day I was home when she was writing the check. She's like, oh, can you just write this for me? I was like, okay, you pay rent every month, right? She was like, yeah. I was like, so how do you do it? She's like, oh, I just know how to write it. Or like, she, she no she didn't say that she said oh I just like go on google translate I was like okay so go on google translate and write it like why are you asking me to do it when you can and mind you it's not that like that's overwhelming because I literally had to write the um I literally just had to write the check you know what I mean but it's like you know how to do it you've done this for how long now why do you need my help? She was like, oh, because you just do it faster. I was like, no, mm -mm, I'm not doing it. Try it yourself first. If you can't do it, if you can't figure it out, I'll do it for you. Or I'll help you and show you how to do it. But don't just come to me and, like, dump everything on me. Like, sometimes I just feel like, not that I feel like I'm the mom, but I feel like it's just so much responsibility on me and on my shoulders. Like, not responsible like I've never felt pressured by her to like be a certain person like I never felt pressured by her to even finish school to major in something specific to like you know what I mean like I never felt that type of pressure I don't think I've ever felt pressured by her at all but I just maybe in a way I never felt like protected by her because I had to do the protecting 
I had to either stick up for myself and or stick up for her. So it's like, maybe I feel like I can't really rely on her. Like, something that also, like, really fucking hurt me. I got in a car accident summer after senior year of high school. Four years ago now? Five years ago? Something like that. Four years ago, I think. And she, I called her. She was at work. This is the accident that gave me major PTSD, by the way. Um, But, yeah, I called her. She was at work, and I was like, oh, I just got in a car accident. Can you, like, come? She was like, oh, no, like, I can't go right now. I'm at work. I can't find anyone to, like, cover me. I was like, bro, are you fucking serious? Because I literally was, like, panicking in the middle of the street. Like, I need to take a break because I'm getting emotional. (sighs) Anyway, I was, yeah, I do need to take a break. I'll be back. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. So, yeah, like. I got in an accident and, like, the lady at the hair salon that I used to go to, because it was, like, basically kind of in front of the hair salon, she had to go and comfort me. And I was like, bro, I just need my mom right now. And she's not here. And she just told me she can't come because of work. I was like, her job is more important than me? What the fuck? And the person I got in a car accident with at the time was my boyfriend at the time. He was driving. But... We went to the hospital and his stepdad was there. Me and his stepdad had like a pretty good relationship, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's nice that he's here, but I need, I want my mom here. I don't want somebody else's parent. I want my parent here. And she wasn't there. So that really fucking hurt me. And I spoke to her about it. Like I talked to her. I was, I explained to her how I felt. She was like, bro, like I was literally freaking out at work. I called my boss and I told her, you got in a car accident. And I was like, somebody needs to come and cover because I need to go. And she said that her boss was like, well, nobody can come right now. I'm going to try to look for people, blah, blah, blah. That's why she told me, like, oh, I can't go right now. But she she said she called her boss again and was like, my daughter literally just got in a car accident. If Fuck. She was like, talking to her boss, she was like, if it was your son, wouldn't you drop everything to go? She was like... I, she was like, I'm going to close down the store and go because I'm not staying here when my daughter literally needs me. So she explained that to me and I was like, oh, okay, like, now I get it. But like, still, like, I got over that because like, she explained everything to me, like what was happening and stuff. So I was like, okay, I get it. But at the time I was like, wow, I felt very, very, very alone. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like Part of the reason why, like, I feel like part of the reason why when I was, like, um, applying for, like, corporate jobs after school, I didn't apply to a single job in Boston. Not a single one. I applied to many jobs. None of them were in Boston. They were all out of state. I didn't care what state. I just wanted to leave. And I feel like part of it is because, like, a little tiny part of me feels like I can't really grow the way that I want to if I'm here living with her not because of her specifically but because of like I'm way too comfortable here she feeds me she sometimes does my laundry like she literally does everything so it's like I I wouldn't like be able to be like not that I don't know how to take care of myself I do but I'm saying like I would rely on her too much you know what I mean And also, like, I need my privacy because my room is basically, like, 
I might as well not even have a door at this point because she'd just be walking in. Like, she knocks as she's opening the door. So why are you knocking, you know? But, um, yeah, like, I feel like we need a little bit of separation so she can be more independent. Because she relies on me too much. And I don't really like that. I don't really like that she relies on me too much. I want her to be the woman that she once was. You know what I mean? Like, during our vacation, she was showing me, because we went to Cape Verde. Well, not together, but she was already there. But I just went after. She was showing me pictures of her when she was younger and everything. And I was like, bro, you had, like, so much style. You were, like, so fucking bomb. Even, like, from what I remember of her growing up, she was, like, she always took care of her shit. You know what I mean? And, like, to see her, like, not do that now, it's, like, what happened to you? Like, why can't you just go back to that boss-ass bitch that you were? You know? Be that again. I want that for you. Because she was clearly happier. And it's, like, I have to remind myself that it's not my responsibility to fix her and fix her problems. And it's so hard because, like, I love her to death and I want her to be better <clears throat> and healthier mentally and physically. Like, like I want the best for her. Um, <clears throat> and it's, like, I can't do that for her. I can't, like force her to take care of her mental health better or her physical health better she has to do that for herself and it's hard it's really hard for me to not do that like not like tell her like do this do that do that you should do this you should do that like to not like basically like control that part of her life because I feel like I've taken charge of so much already like I've not taken charge but like I've like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I've been kind of the parent for a little minute that I kind of want to, like, I feel like it's kind of my responsibility to do that for her. But, like, I have to remember, like, you have to live your own life and let her live hers. I know you want the best for her, but she has to choose that for herself. You can't choose it for her. You know what I mean? Like, she has a lot, 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 a lot of childhood trauma that, like, breaks my heart. You know? Like, the stuff that she went through just breaks my heart. But it's, like, I can't, like, I can, like, you know, give her a map on how to get to the finish line, but I can't literally hold her hand and walk her to the finish line. I give her the map to show her how to get there, but I can't walk her there. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, ever since I became, like, more spiritual and everything, like, I've been, like, showing her my crystals, doing, like, full moon and new moon rituals with her, like, cleansing her and the house every time, like, you know what I mean? Like, Every time I do, like, tarot readings, I'd be, like, showing her and everything. Like, you know, talking to her about it. Talking to her about, like, inner child healing and, like, letting go of, like, things you can't control. You know, like, I've been trying to help her little by little. But she loves being the victim. Like, not... That kind of sounds bad. But I mean, like, she's so hurt that she's not ready to let go of that pain that she feels. You know what I mean? Like, 
even like when she tells like she's always talking about the stuff she went through as a child and I'm like okay I, like not trying to sound rude but like I'm just like okay I get it I get it you have trauma but you're not that little girl anymore you're not the helpless person that went through all of this you have control now so step into your power why are you still letting situations that happened a million years ago like still affect your life now when it literally not, not to say it's not relevant but like it's literally like not your reality right now you know what I mean until like it just kind of bothers me that she lives in a victim mindset 24 7 that like I mean there's nothing I can do about that I wish there was but there's nothing I can do about that. All I can do is give her the map so she can show, so she can walk herself to the finish line. I can't do that for her. I'm not going to guide her. I'll just point the way and she can choose to walk in that direction or not. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hold her hand through it. Also, I'm moving and I feel kind of guilty for leaving because I feel like her mental health will kind of not suffer but like not be won't be like as great or as good as it is now just because like I won't be here and like I was hanging out with my dad a couple weeks ago and he was like oh like why don't you just take your mom with you and I was like bro, like, what about me? Like, I can't just be taking her everywhere I go. Like, I need to grow. I need to live my life. I need to figure out, like, who I am. I need to do stuff on my own. I can't just, like, take her everywhere just because it would be easier for her. Like, what about me? You're not thinking about what would be easy for me or what would be good for me. Like, that's not fair to me. I need to grow, too. I need to, like, leave the nest. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know, like, because I was already feeling guilty for leaving before that. So after having that conversation with him, it kind of added to my guilt a little bit more. And I was like talking to my cousin about everything. And she was like, don't feel guilty. Don't put that on yourself. Like you're literally doing what's best for you. And that's all anyone can ask of you. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> So just don't feel bad. Don't feel any type of way. You're not doing anything wrong. You're literally doing everything right. And that kind of like made me feel better. But like, it's a little sad. Because like, when I left for college, I was coming back. But now I'm not coming back. I'm I'm gonna leave and stay gone. Yeah, I'll visit and stuff. And we'll talk every day like we do now. But, you know, I need her to figure out how to like not fix her life but like I need her to figure out how to like navigate this world I guess without me or how to like do stuff on her own for herself like she used to like I just I just want what's best for her and I want her to like be the person she was again and stop victimizing herself all the time you know but she she's getting better. Um, some stages of life are better than others. Like she was doing better better than she is now a little bit 
a little while ago. She fell off a little bit, so, you know, but it's not my responsibility. And it's like, I have to, like, even in Cape Verde, it was brought to my attention that I was micromanaging literally everything that she was doing. I wasn't aware of that because I've done that all my life, because I've kind of felt like I had to do it all my life, because I kind of felt like I had to, like, it's hard to let go of control and, like, trust that someone else can figure shit out when you've been the one that always figure shit out for them you know what I mean so it's like whenever it was like oh we have to figure out like how to get our COVID shot and everything not shot what how to get our COVID test and where to take it and everything I found myself like kind of controlling stuff for her when she clearly knew what she was doing she knew exactly what she was doing where to go like all all of that but I was kind of like trying to step in just because like I'm not used to her doing stuff for herself so or like kind of for us well not for us because she's done a lot for me but like handling shit like that like little shit you know I'm not used to her doing that so I felt like I had to step in when like I just needed to chill and step back because she had it like she had it under control but like until like until that was brought to my attention I was not aware that I was doing that because I've done it so much I've done it all my life and part of me like was thinking like does she like not handle her own business because I always step in like do I not give her the chance to handle it and is that why she's gotten comfortable with just handing stuff off to me you know, it's just a thought that I have, but, bro, I said a lot <laughs> on this episode, and it feels good to, like, let it out, right, because I've wanted to, like, journal about this for a while now, but, like I said, I'm not the best with, like, staying consistent with journaling, but, yeah, it felt good to let it out, and, like, I don't know, like, kind of, speak everything that's been jumbled up in my brain because I've been like not overthinking well just thinking too much like my brain is kind of exhausting sometimes because it just never shuts the fuck up just always thinking and coming up with scenarios and just, it's it's a lot it's a little exhausting and overwhelming sometimes and I feel like before my Cape Verde trip, it was better, like, up here. Up here, meaning my head. It was better. Like, I was able to control everything more. But I was also, like, on top of my game with, like, my routine. Like, you know? I was on top of my game with shit. And then I fell off my routine because I had two vacations kind of back-to-back. Like, just a week in between of, like, being home. And so, like, I wasn't home for a minute I was, I fell off of my routine hard and, and like coming back, I still haven't like settled back into my routine. So that's why I'm, everything's like scattered and I'm like a little overwhelmed. No, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm just, my brain has too much action 
too much going on up there right now. And so I feel like it's because I'm not in a routine and I'm not like doing stuff that makes me feel good. I'm just wasting my time on fucking social media, like specifically TikTok. <laughs> like I'm just wasting time on my phone instead of like picking up a book that I know would make me feel better or journaling or, you know, like just like working out or doing stuff that makes me feel good. I've just been consuming myself with like, it's just a loop of like nothingness almost. Like I'm, I haven't been doing anything that like gets me back into the swing of things. And I feel like that's why like my brain is so jumbled and my thoughts are so jumbled. But before I get into more of that, I just want to say I love my mother to death. She is my best friend. Like, I can go to her about anything. I know she will have my back about anything. But I need to also, like, have a sit down with her. Tell her, like, everything that I've been feeling, you know? And, like, validate her, too. Um, the me being hurt and stuff, I spoke to her about it before. Um... And I feel like, like, I don't have those feelings anymore. Like, I don't blame her for stuff because I have a better understanding now. Like, yes, she could have done better. And yes, she was trying her best. And it's okay that she did it the best she could, but it's okay that her best wasn't enough for me. That's okay. You know? I understand she was doing her best. That wasn't enough for me and that wasn't <clears throat> all that I needed at the time. And that's okay. You know? I appreciate her for trying her best and I appreciate her for everything she's done for me. But I have to tell myself, like, step back a little bit. Let her handle things for a change because maybe I'm like a crutch that she's always leaning on. So she's never like, oh, yeah, I could walk on my own, you know? So I need to, like, maybe even, like, give her a little bit more freedom so she can feel confident enough to handle stuff on her own like she used to. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's the whole mom segment. Um, yeah, so now we're going to talk about other stuff, like the rambling part, basically. So, yeah, like I, like I said, I wasn't really... I haven't been really, like, in the best... Not state of mind, because my state of mind is pretty good. But, like, I just feel like, ugh, like I'm wasting my days a lot. And it's also because, like, I'm going to be moving. And it's, like, part of me is, like, bro, what's the point of, like, starting a routine now if you're literally just going to fuck it up in a, like, in a little bit again, you know? That's why I'm, like, trying to... I don't know why I'm burping and coughing and all that right now. Like, it didn't happen all day. But when I'm recording a podcast, this happens. Anyway. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I always get in these moods. Like, say... During the break between my bo- my two vacations, like, I came back from Mexico. I had a week before going to Cape Verde. Before Mexico, I was, like, working out, eating healthy and everything. For that week, I was like, bro, there's no point of, like, working out when, A, I missed a week, and, B, I'm going to miss two weeks after that. 
So I didn't do shit. So I, I fell off my routine hard, bro. Um, I'm talking like skincare, eating, everything. So I'm, I'm going to try to get it back because I know it makes me feel good. And I know that when I am taking care of myself, I feel way better. Not just about myself, but about everything. I'm in a better mood. I'm in a better like state of mind. I can like control my thoughts better and everything is just peachy. So. I'm going to, right now, make a commitment to get into my routine, give myself a little bit of grace when I do fall off of it and not, like, make myself feel shitty about it or feel shitty about myself for not, like, keeping up with my routine. Because, you know, shit happens, like, life happens. It's it's not always going to be easy to, like, keep up with certain things, but I will always try my best to keep it up. Like I want to have my morning routine again. I want to like start working out again because like that just made me feel so fucking good. And also part of the working out part is because mm, I don't want to be double sore. Like I don't want to start working out now, be sore because I'm going to be hella sore when I start back. And then like after I move, be sore again because I'm going to have like I feel like I'm gonna have like at least a week or two of like settling in and like cleaning up stuff before I can like go to the gym and stuff. I mean, my apartment has a tiny, like literally like their gym is the size of my bathroom. It's really small, but I mean, there's like enough stuff there. So maybe I'll just go there until I can like fully, fully settle into like other stuff, you know? But yeah. I just, I feel like I need to get back into my routine and just get back into the swing of things. And also, another tangent, like side note, ramble, whatever. I have been not isolating myself, but like, I've been really, really, really private. Like private to the point where like, I live with my mom in the same house and she doesn't even know what I have going on sometimes. Like the people that listens to this podcast know more about my life than the people that are in my life, you know? Um, I don't hate it. I kind of like it like that, to be honest, because I used to overshare everything, like every single part of my life I overshared. And I don't like that now. Like, yeah, it's cool that I did that, like, you know, different Julia at the time, but this Julia doesn't like that. Like, I just want to keep being more private about myself like sometimes when stuff happens like I want to share so bad but I'm like nah just keep it to yourself it's fine like the world doesn't need to know like as long as you know about it like you're good you know what I mean like I don't I like the fact that like people don't know what I have going on or like what's happening in my life but it's also like really weird because I've never been like this so yeah I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but I'm excited for my move. I'm excited to like for a fresh start and everything. Um oh, another thing. This is just a ramble at this point, but thank you for like sticking with me through this part if you're here. Um but yeah, like I feel like being 20 like 22 
going to be a big age for me. I don't know why. I don't know why I have this feeling, but I feel like 22 was a big age for me. Like, I just feel like a lot is going to happen for me during that year of my life. Like, a lot of changes, like, positive changes. So, like, just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just going to step into, like, a new version of myself and a new chap a completely new chapter of my life I'm not 22 yet I'll be 22 in November but yeah like I don't know I have just I just really have like a really 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 good feeling about 22 and I don't know why I just know like something big is gonna happen I'm not gonna be pregnant by the way if you're thinking that Mm -mm, no babies for me not yet if ever we'll see I haven't decided if I want kids or not sometimes I do like, I kind of know I want to have kids, but, like, sometimes I'm like, do I really want to have kids? I don't know. We'll see. Like, at least five, six years from now. Not even that. That's too soon. Like, I want to have kids when I'm, like, 28, 29. Like, yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know why we're talking about kids when I was talking about moving. But, anyway. Yeah, like, I feel like 22 is going to be a big year for me. Also, I don't know why, but something is telling me to go to fucking Hawaii. I don't know why. I don't know where this came from, but I just feel like I need to go there for some reason. I don't know what that reason is to go to Maui specifically. For what? Don't know. For why? Also don't know. But I just need to go. I don't know when I'm going to go. I don't know, like... I don't know. Maybe I'll go for my birthday, but maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. And also for my birthday, I want to go on a trip, but I don't know where. <laughs> I just need to figure a lot of stuff out. Um, But yeah, I bought a couch, and my couch is cute. And my couch was expensive, which kind of hurt a little bit. But I got it on sale. Like, a big sale. Like, it used to be, like, $22 or $2,500. And I basically got it for, like, half of that. Got it for $1,400 something. Which is a lot for a fucking couch. But this other couch that I wanted from Ikea just was sold out everywhere. The lady, I called Ikea. Corporate Ikea. And I was like, hey, honey, like, when is this shit coming back in stock? And she goes... Oh, yeah, August 19th. I check August 18th, 19th, 20th, 21. Before that, after that, nothing. Not in stocks. So I said, fuck Ikea. I'm going to buy my couch on Wayfair. But I love the couch. I can't wait to, like, decorate and everything. I don't know if I mentioned, but um, I want to do, like, a video portion, not a video portion, but like record my episodes too and put them on YouTube just because I know some people like that. And I kind of like watching that too, but we'll see if, not if, but like I'll do it. I know I'm going to do it, but we'll see like how that turns out because I don't know. I have to figure out how to like record, but get the audio from my mic and not like whatever I'm using to record. You know what I mean? Also, I made a Instagram for my podcast. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to like share on there yet or like the direction I want to take this Instagram. But if you would like to follow it, it is WTML underscore 
podcast. That is W T T as in Tommy, M as in Mom, L as in Liquor, underscore P as in Poop, O as in Oscar, D as in Dad, C as in Cat, A as in Adam, S as in Shit, T as in Titties. Yeah, follow me if you want. It's going to be cool because, A, I'm going to know, like, who's following. No, who's following, but, like, specifically. Oh, shit, people are following it. No, they're not. Are they? I don't know. Anyway. um, Yeah, like, I'm going to know, like, who's listening to the podcast. And also, like, I don't know, we have a space to hang out, you know? Like... I'm going to post stuff specifically for this podcast because I kind of want to, like, leave my Instagram because, like, it's too much for me right now. Like, I'm just constantly scrolling and, like, it's the same shit over and over again. And I kind of want to leave there, too. But I do want to still post, but only on my podcast one, my podcast Instagram. You know what I mean? So follow it if you want to, you know, keep up and stay up to date. Um, But, yeah. That's it. I think that's it. Also, I know my, like, uploading is very inconsistent, meaning, like, what days and what times. But I promise you, I'm trying to figure out, like, what works best for me. Like, what days, like, upload days are best. Um, And also, like, with, like, moving around all the time, it's, it's not ideal. But, you know, um, yeah. After I figure that out, I'll let you know. That way you can also, like, figure out, like, not figure out, but, like, know specifically, like, when I'm going to post and stuff. But, yeah. Thank you for coming back for another week and for listening to me just talk. Love to talk. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for sticking with me. Again, I appreciate your support. And I will see you next week. Bye.